Next on BYU Sports Nation, A-List Friday, live from the BYU store, we have rolled out the blue carpet for an all-star list of guests. Of course, athletic director Tom Hummel, three-time All-American volleyball star Taylor Sander, and BYU quarterback Taysom Hill, they're going to be here. Plus, Sports Illustrated writer Jeff Bennett, West Coast Conference Basketball Player of the Year, Tyler Haas, and NFL MVP Steve Young. You heard of him? Oh, it's on. Let's go. From the BYU store on the campus of Brigham Young University, this is BYU Sports Nation. Presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Oh, it's a Friday, April 18th. This is how we do it. Live from the BYU Store, I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with one-time junior high rock band star, and a man who owns more royal blue co- uh, clothing than Cosmo the Cougar. Jeremy you, Jordan. You lip sync in middle school. You don't actually play the instruments. Oh, you didn't play? No, of course not. Whatever, the trumpet. Yeah. Did you want to be a rock star, though? Sure. <laughs> I feel like a rock star right now. We've got a live crowd here. Let's give it up. Yeah, let's, yeah. Hear, let's hear it. We've got a live crowd in the BYU store. The presenting sponsor of BYU Sports Nation as of today. Fantastic. How about a quick rise and shout to the BYU yeah. store for that? Okay. Yeah, an early rise and shout. Maybe the earliest in show history. That's good. <laughs> Wherever and however you may be dialed in, great to have you with us. The first day of finals on campus at BYU. Aww. Yeah, not, no rise no and shout rise for that. No rise and shout for that. No. But good luck with those. I mean, we, we wish you the best. It's like uh, the best and worst week ever for students. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You have Get reading days. Yeah. You have reading days, some rest days. Yeah. And then it's this all pandemonium then it's party, in the testing yeah. center. Uh, we have an accelerated edition of What's Trending Today, and we'll start with Jim McMahon. Speaking of finals. This is awesome. One of the most recent BYU graduates, or will be, is a former BYU quarterback star. How awesome is that? He tweeted last night that he finished his final class, a stats class. And that was the holdup to get Jim McMahon, maybe the best BYU quarterback ever, uh, into the BYU Hall of Fame. He finished his last class. You have to graduate. And so he appears like he's finishing up and that he will get into the BYU Hall of Fame. Tom Hommel is going to be on in a minute. One of his buddies will ask him what's left to get Jim in the Hall of Fame. Now, a name you may not have heard of is Harvey Jackson, but You're you, gonna sh- know him now. you should know it. You're going to know him now. BYU football picks up another graduate transfer from Nebraska. One year to play. He's 6'2", 210. Jeremy and I have met him in person. He came Tuesday. He's, he's a physical specimen. To the BYU Sports Nation set. <laughs> Which brings us to the Twitter question. Uh, of the day, Spencer. What can BYU Sports Nation karma do for you? Harvey Jackson comes on set. He commits. Keanu Nelson from Stanford came on set. He commits. Done. Seal the deal. That's how we do it. Which brings us also to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Heck yes. This is 100%. Spencer's free throw percentage (laughs) and the stat of the day. BYU Sports Nation is two for two with recruits coming to the show and then signing at BYU. Not only that, but Jeff Martin to the set. Jeff Martin, who is the guy that kind of oversees all this recruiting for BYU football, he sends out this tweet, and I quote: "100% success rate on prospects that have watched BYU Sports Nation live on set so far." We need more volume, but two is a great start. It's perfect so far, right? So the Twitter question: What can BYU Sports Nation karma do for you? Use the hashtag BYUSN and weigh in. The uh, the one I like the most so far this uh, this morning at uh, Koei Juper. I hope hashtag BYUSN karma can help me get an A on my humanities final at 11. <laughs> if you're listening to the show, it can't hurt. I promise. Right Should we? Don't study. There he is. He's here. He's showing oh, up. He's he has shown up. What's up? Let's give him karma right now. Okay. Let's BYU give Sports him BYU Sports Nation, Sports Nation karma. Nation karma. Is now let's, given. Let's play. 
there it is. There, you, you, you will, hear the chant, you will you got rock it. that humanity's final. At 11, which is right after the show. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. He's probably studying a little bit while he's listening to the show. Yeah, are you, are you ready to go? Because if you, there's only two hours. I'm a little worried. I have no idea. He has no <laughs> idea. Okay. <laughs> Listen to BYU You've Sports Nation. You've got the karma. Who needs studying now? Yeah, right? exactly. Noon Eastern every day. BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. Watch the simulcast live on BYU TV or on BYUtv.org. Our first guest, as Jerem promised, is BYU Athletic Director Tom Homo. Looking fresh in that shirt. Tom, it's Friday. Well, it is. It's Friday. Feeling good. Welcome Feeling back to great. the set. Uh, what do you think about this setup here at the BYU store? The BYU store is looking good today. I like being in the apparel section. You guys look like you've stole a few things off the rack. <laughs> we would never do Borrowed, that. Borrowed, Tom. Borrowed. <laughs> Tom Homo with us on BYU Sports Nation. We just talked about Jim McMahon and uh, what a journey it's been for him to become a BYU graduate. What does that mean to you as uh, a guy that's been around him and worked with him closely? Well, it's a, it's a long day coming. I think all of his teammates, his family, those that love Jim, and there's a lot of people that love Jim, um, feel great. That... In a number of ways. One of the things that people thought that he really just did it so that you know, he could receive the honors that would come his way. And I, I think there's a little bit of part of that. Uh, he has a great relationship with his dad, Jim Sr., and, and it's, a, it's really sweet to see that. And, and Jim McMahon <coughs> wanted that for his dad to be able to do that. But it was also cool when he started to arrange some of the classes and kind of did it behind the scenes so no one was really tracking him. <laughs> um, it was really fun to see how much he felt that it was a cool thing to be able to graduate and to show his children, hey, your dad graduated from college. You're not the only ones. I thought he made a promise to his daughter a couple of years ago as well, and so now he's paying uh, something off uh, with that. I'm not exactly sure about that. I just know in talking with Jim Sr. How, how closely they were to that, and it's been in a number of years. It's hard to come back to school for someone that's an NFL star. He does charity work like almost every week, flying around the country, making appearances at various uh, locations. He does so much to help communities and his friends and people around the country. He's involved in all kinds of uh, organizations that help and assist other people. People don't realize that, but if you <coughs> follow him on Twitter, he's all over the country uh, helping his friends out. And, and for, so for him to try to get back into school and finish up, it's pretty amazing. So. He uh, finished the, the hurdle class, he called it. <laughs> the stats, the stats class. class. <laughs> yeah. everyone's, got, everyone's got the hurdle class. I think there's a couple other easier ones that he's finishing up, but that was the one he was worried about. And okay. he got it done, just like he did in the 1980 Holiday Bowl, which, That's by the exactly way, right. brings me to my next question. It didn't even take that much of a flair to finish this one. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was a little bit harder, <laughs> yeah. or a lot of bit harder. Three touchdowns in four minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. Tom Homel, Athletic Director of BYU, is with us on BYU Sports Nation. And while we're on the topic of bowl games, uh, it's, it's always fodder for BYU fans. There are now going to be 40 bowl games in college football. As an athletic director of a major Division I program, do you like the expansion? I mean, how, how do you feel about that? What does this do to the game as there are as additional games now at the, in the postseason? You know, I think being in administration of a college athletic team, you, you don't really have to like exactly what's going on. You have to just adapt to the transitions that occur. And over the course of the last 10 years, or if you go back to, say, when, when I was here, <clears throat> there was only maybe 12 games. There were, in 74, when Gary Scheide led the team, there were 11. Okay. 11. So you just have to adapt to the fact that this is how it is. So for where we are right now, 
in BYU athletics. I'm happy that there's these games. I, I kind of like... You want a lot. You want more. Uh, it's not that I want a lot. I think that it brings some entertainment. You can't go backwards uh, unless the whole scale of college football changes. Yeah. You're not going to start getting rid of them. Is 63% of, of all FBS teams eligible for a ball too much, though? It's like the NHL, huh? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a lot. That's a it's lot. A lot. It started out that it was important for teams to go to these bowl games to, to have these big matchups. And then cities and individual communities realize that it's a nice payday for that community to put together a bowl game if you can run it successfully. And as they started to emerge and you had more and more bowls, it, it kind of fit in okay. And then all of a sudden there was just an explosion, and I think they let in too many. I think there are too many teams right now. So that as you look at the bowl lineup, you might see a game that you don't recognize the two teams that are playing. That didn't used to be that way. It used to be back, I remember in my senior year, we played the University of Utah in Salt Lake. The winner went to the Holiday Bowl. The loser didn't go to a bowl game. And that, that was for the championship. With a winning record yeah, and competing well, yeah, for a conference I mean, title. You're talking about right? eight wins. And uh, that's, that's how it used to be, but that's not how it is now. I think people at schools that have six wins and get to go to a bowl game, they like that. You know, I, I think it would be better for BYU to go to a bowl game with six or seven wins than not go to a bowl game. So I'd have to say um, I, I'd be in favor. I don't want to see them continue to go, but right now I think it's, they've set that uh, plateau at six wins, and some games aren't great, but most bowl games are great experiences for the kids. A man, yeah, a man who owns four Super Bowl rings is what I was going to precursor that one. You know the bowl, the Super Bowl. That's <laughs> exactly right. Uh, Tom Holmo, the athletic director of BYU, is on BYU Sports Nation. I want to go back to Jim McMahon for a second. So what does he need to do to get into the BYU Hall of Fame, and what's that timeline like? Graduate. <laughs> so once he officially – so is he going to – is the plan he that he graduates yeah, now but, in April? Yeah, he, that's what he's working on right now. He has a couple classes, but like I said – Is he going to walk? Well, hey, you're you're asking me way too many questions. So, yeah. <laughs> That's my job here, Tom. He just finished stats yesterday, and <laughs> you already have the, the ring on his finger. Let's, let's say he finishes in April. <laughs> uh, is there something this fall that you'd like to do with him? Well, we would like to do something with him as soon as we can. Uh, there is a process at BYU that mm -hmm. we go through that, as you can see, that Jim wasn't able. We weren't able to avoid that process with Jim years ago. And the fact that he was compliant with the rules and regulations and criteria for being in the, in, in the Hall of Fame, you can see that he's taken the steps necessary. So I don't want to jump the gun. There's a process which we go through. There's a committee. Uh, I, think every, I think he'll pass the athletic test. Of <laughs> yeah. being able to have check. Been I would a hope. Yeah. All American check, major award winner check, all those things he'll be fine with. Yeah, and this is a lofty thing for BYU athletes. You look at some of the other schools across the country and, and the prerequisites that are required to get into their respective Hall of Fames. BYU is a really distinct class, really a, a huge honor to be there. Well, we've, we've researched it, and there's a fair number. I think half of them I've looked at, you don't have to be a graduate, and about half of them you do. So it just depends on how the rules were written back in the day. And it's kind of hard to be in an academic institution and all of a sudden change the rule to say you don't have to graduate. So most schools that have had that um, situation try to stick to it. Let's finish up with this, Tom. Uh, Tom Homel is on BYU Sports Nation. Can you update us on uh, where BYU is at with a 2014 bowl game? We're really close. We've, we've been uh, negotiating with a bowl game. It's been a great opportunity to to put BYU in a position to go to a game. 
And uh, this, I'd say in the next little while, we've, we, we're down to signing papers now, where before it was just a matter of making agreements and having verbal understandings of where we're going. There's a lot of steps that you have to take to get into those situations as an independent. And most other bowl games are all set up as a conference affiliation. So it's a piece of cake. If you're in that conference and you finish in that spot, you're in that bowl. As an independent, you have to set those bowls up and so you have to set each one up. So I, I feel really good that probably in the next couple of weeks we'll announce where we're going. Next couple of weeks, okay. And there are 39 bowl games for UA fans. Don't be worried about you're gonna get in. getting into a bowl game. It's going to happen. I'm very confident. Games. Oh, I'm not worried about it. I'm guaranteeing it, Tom. Yeah. I'm guaranteeing BYU in a bowl game. That's Let's give it up do. for Tom Holmo, everybody. Yeah. Tom Holmo, Absolutely. BYU Athletic Director. Do you need BYU Sports Nation karma for anything? you have any big events coming up? Uh, it's volleyball tomorrow night. We okay. need a lot of Taylor karma for Sanders tomorrow Taylor Sanders is going to be on here. We'll give it to him. Okay, give it to him, please. <laughs> you got it. You can get some karma from him, too. You, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need his yeah. karma. That's exactly right. Tom, great to have you. Thanks, Thanks so man, much. Guys. Coming up, a three-time All-American. His name starts with a T and ends with an ailer. You're listening to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio Simulcast on BYU TV. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out live in the BYU Store. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143, byuradio.org. The BYU Radio iOS app, simulcast on BYU TV. I know this is already in your Frank Franklin planner for tomorrow night, but 9 Eastern uh, time on BYU TV. The MPSF tournament begins the quarterfinal. Number one seed BYU plays number eight seed USC live at 9 Eastern. Either be there or watch it on BYU TV. Our Twitter question today is, what can BYU Sports Nation karma do for you? Let's go back to volleyball, though. You know who else is going to be there tomorrow night? The Sandman, That's Mr. Right. Taylor Sander, and it the just MPSF so happens, Player of the Year. He is here with us. Taylor, welcome to the set. How do you, feel about, you. How do you feel about all this, this I madness? Mean, this is big time. I mean, uh, it's, it's so fun being here and being able to talk to you guys. Three-time All-American. Jeremy just mentioned back-to-back MPSF Player of the Year. What do those honors mean to you individually? You know, it means a lot to me. I mean, uh, I work really hard, and I'm just happy to be surrounded by such a great team that, you know, Helps me compete so well. And uh, so, you know, I've just been lucky to be on such good teams. Do they want any of your trophies? Like, hey, can I have one of your, one of your trophies? What do you, what do you get for MPSF Player of the Year? Do they give you anything? You know, I get a little little plaque that says MPSF Player okay. of the Year. So, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. That's good. It's not, cool. it's not a printout with the little fringes on the side? Like, <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, good. That's good. Something you can't rip. That's always good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Taylor Sanders on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, coming off of... Uh, Two weeks in which you go on the road and play some tough matches and come away 0-4. What kind of uh, preparation have you guys put in this week to snap that four-game losing streak? You know, we've been working really hard and been trying to figure out some different things. And, uh, you know, those teams played really well. And they pushed us and we weren't able to compete like we should. But, you know, I think we've prepared really well for this weekend and we're excited to get out and, and play in front of the home crowd. I know that home court doesn't solve everything, but the fact that you're playing in the Smithfield House certainly has to lighten the burden at least a little bit, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean the crowd brings a lot of energy to us, and uh, we're excited, and I think we play really well in, our, in the field house. And so I, I feel like it's going to be a sold-out crowd, and uh, the energy is for sure going to be high. 11-0 and this season. BYU's finished undefeated in the regular season a couple times, but only three times, I believe, ever uh, for the whole season. You have the opportunity to do that 
because you guys are the number one seed. If you win Saturday, you host next Thursday, and then if you win that, you host Saturday as well. Uh, can you discuss what kind of regular season you guys put in to be able to earn the one seed? I mean, you lose the last four, but you're still the one seed. Yeah, I mean, that's something that Coach has been uh, talking to us ab about this week is, you know, we put together a really, really good season, even though we lost our last four games. And, you know, we have nothing to hang our heads on. And, uh, I mean, it's been a magical season, something that, you know, most of us didn't expect. But that hard work that we put in uh, has got us to where we are now. We've seen turning points uh, with other BYU teams this year, notably men's basketball. They were 8-7 and seven at one point. They went through, I believe, a four-game losing streak as well. And then they kind of got things right. They, they, they figured it out. Do you feel like you guys, given this four-game losing streak, have figured it out and can actually grow and get better from this? Yeah, we'll find out on Saturday. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I think, I think we're going to prepare really well, and I think we're going to play really good. And uh, hopefully we can finish out the season really strong and, you know, win that national championship. Another storyline going into Saturday is the health of the setter, Tyler Heap. He sprained his ankle uh, against UCLA. Where's Tyler at, and what do you expect Saturday if he can't go from Robbie Sutton, the backup? You know, I mean, Tyler's hurt, and uh, who knows if he can go on Saturday. Um, but Robbie has been working really hard this week, and we have trust in him. And uh, we feel that he's ready to go. And so, you know, if, if he has to play, then we got his back, and um, I think we have a good chance to win still. And luckily, he's played more volleyball on the court he's going to play on Saturday than the situation uh, last Saturday. He gets thrown in at UCLA. They have this huge crowd. It's always raucous. That was a different situation. Yeah, that was good for him. And uh, I think he played really well under those circumstances. And so I'm excited to see him play in front of our home crowd. And, you know, I think he's going to be confident. And, um, yeah, I mean, hopefully Tyler can go. But we got good setters behind him. You're coming to the end of your career at BYU as you look back on everything that you've accomplished with this team and the level of precedence that's been set for this team in winning a national championship or bust. Uh, how, how much does that pressure affect you as uh, you approach the postseason tournament? You know, there's some pressure there, but you know, I've been here every single year and I, I feel comfortable in these situations and I feel like you know, we have experience on our team and uh, we're able to rise above that pressure and, and play well. Let's talk about tougher things. How many finals do you have? Yeah. And do you have one today? You know, I have one today, and it's probably my toughest. But What class? Uh, statistics. And Which so, Jim McMahon you, you just... going to call Jim McMahon, get some advice from him? Maybe I will. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, finals are tough right now, and uh, especially because we've been on the road the last uh, two weeks. So uh, we've been just getting caught up. And, uh, yeah, so hopefully I, we can finish out strong. What's your easiest class? I have a coaching volleyball class. So <laughs> I think you've got that. Yeah, I mean, pretty I, I, well. Tell me you're no. getting an A in that class, please. <laughs> I think I am. Okay. All right. If, if, no, the, if the back to back MPSF player there does not get an A in the class, there's something wrong. I think you're good. <laughs> there's something wrong. Wait, why do you even have to take that? Why can't you just, like, take the. What is it? You take the test at the beginning of the semester, you just. You get four credits of A or yeah, three credits of A. just a credit filler right there. There you go. One credit. Taylor Sander, BYU men's volleyball player, three-time All-American on BYU Sports Nation. Is there anything that you want Jerem uh, to say about you specifically on the broadcast on Saturday night? Is there, is there something? Or a phrase or something. Because he's the voice of BYU volleyball. It, you can have him say anything that is appropriate. Keep it PG. But you can have him say anything during the broadcast. It's always PG, man. <laughs> you know what? I think Jerem and uh, Steve do a really good job, and man, I trust I, I them. I love you, man. I think you're the best. Yeah, I love you too. But uh, 
<laughs> yeah, just make sure you're always sending that love to, to the fans, and uh, we're just thankful for all their support. What do you remember the most from uh, your career at BYU since uh, in the next couple of weeks? You know, you're going to kind of look back on this period. You know, just every time I play in the field house uh, and we get a packed crowd, I mean, that's always the most fun for me, and that's something that I always look back and have the most fun doing is playing in those huge matches with a, with a, with a huge crowd. And so Magical nights, man. Yeah, those are, those are amazing, and so I'm for sure going to miss that. I really, I really uh, wish that there could have been uh, the following could have happened. Your freshman year, you hit a ball that went up. I don't know if you remember this. Went up into the ceiling and got stuck in the middle of the match. Normally it bounces, comes back down, everyone plays. It got stuck up there. I thought it would have been awesome if they would have kept that up there. That would have been the Taylor Sander ball. Like it bounced up and it's, it's just up They there. went up and got it? They, went up, they pulled oh. it down. Do you remember that play? I don't, but... <laughs> <laughs> There's been One a of my 1,700 <laughs> kills, Jerem. I'd like... Yeah, which ball did it got, get stuck in the rafters? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Taylor well, Sand- it was cool to me. <laughs> yeah, he, he remembered it, right? That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> the Sandman, Taylor Sander on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, talk about expectations. What are, what are the expectations for BYU volleyball this postseason, quite simply? Win a national championship. And, uh, you know, that's our main goal, and that's been our goal the whole season. And I think we've put ourselves in a good position to get back to the, the final and um, I'm just excited for the road and, and to play well these next couple weeks. And you say the road. You could play all three at home, which is awesome and which is the reward of that regular season. You play USC. You won in five there. You won in three here. They have maybe the Olympic setter for the U.S., Micah Christensen, which you've played with. Uh, what do they present, and how do you take them down again? Yeah, I mean, Micah's a great leader, uh, the best setter in the nation, and so he's going to run a good offense. And, you know, they got a really good freshman in Lucas Yoder and a lot of experienced pin hitters. Um, and so, you know, it's going to be tough. But if we just play our game and, you know, have the energy and confidence we need, then, uh, you know, I think our chances are good. And uh, we're definitely confident going in. The Trojans are the eighth seed. But when we talk about this conference, it's obviously the power conference in volleyball. The tournament has been expanded to six teams. Do you feel like you've done enough regardless of what happens in the postseason in the MPSF tournament, to get an at-large bid to be in that final six? I think we, I think we need to win in, uh, some games, especially here at home, uh, to lock that in. But, um, you know, what we did in the regular season will help us for sure get a bid. Um, but, you know, we want to we earn that bid outright and, uh, you know, win the conference tournament. And so that's what we're going to try and do. Let's talk about Josue Rivera's shoes for a second. <laughs> if you haven't seen these, these things are nuclear. I mean, like neon green. If he wants attention, he's doing a great job. <laughs> they require like four D batteries or something. How have you guys dealt with the, the uh, show that is Josue Rivera this year, the Puerto Rican? Well, that's just part of his Puerto Rican flair. And uh, <laughs> I think those shoes fit him really well. I mean, you should see all his shoes that he just wears to school. What I mean, else he's does got he have? bright orange you know, Nikes. So this is not uncommon. No. I he, mean, he and Jamal Williams <laughs> hang out. You know, maybe they, they probably will. have a similar wardrobe. Yeah, maybe they could share or something. Even We're though you can't wear football cleats out on the, on the volleyball <laughs> this court. This is true. But, uh, <laughs> you can grab some uh, green and orange back here, though, I, I, in the BYU store. I've, yeah, I've we may it. have evidence of that <laughs> I may have tried uh, today on, on the simulcast. Yeah. Uh, we, should, we should give Hostway a new Twitter handle, Hostway Swag Daddy. Right? Host, host, host Swagger. Host host swagger. That's what Steve Bale is called. <laughs> yeah. He's got his host Swagger on. Yeah. 
What are you going to wear that's outlandish in the MPSF quarterfinals? Anything crazy? You going to go? You have different shoes? shoes than everybody else too, right? Yeah, I kind mean, uh, I love trying blue, out different shoes. Teal or something. Yeah, like. teal, and uh, yeah, they're really comfortable, so I just like to wear them. We we have Taysom Hill and Tyler Hawes on, uh, Tom Homo, Steve Young on, Taylor Sanders on right now. Uh, I guess who? What are your top three out of the uh, in terms of the athletes that we have on today's show of that group? Tyler Hawes, uh, Taysom Hill, Steve Young. Tom Homo was a, a cornerback. Yeah. He might still be here. You might have to give him, Uh-oh. put him in the top three. <laughs> or Taylor <laughs> Sander. Or Taylor Sander. You know, Steve Young's always going to be on the top of that list. I mean, hopefully Taysom can get to where Steve Young was. And, uh, you know, Tyler's amazing at basketball. We all know that. And so, and Tom I number mean, four, I look you? up to Tom, and I know he was a stud back in the day. Uh, and so, I, I don't know. I, I think Steve Young's at the top of that one for sure. Taylor Sander with us on BYU Sports Nation. We need you to sign our BYU Sports Nation Rise Up flag. Can we have your autograph? Of course. Your Herbie okay. Hancock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So sign that. Uh, we wish you the best of luck in the approaching quarterfinal against USC and in your uh, push for a national championship. Jerem said a piece of his heart is going to die when you leave BYU. I might, I might cry. <laughs> I, I really might. You got my little, little brother coming. <laughs> my little brother's will. will uh, Brendan. Yeah. He can ball. I carry the he torch. Can ball. Four so, more years of a sander. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited to watch him play for sure. Awesome, Taylor. Thanks so much. Good luck to you. The Sandman version 2.0. We'll look forward to Brendan, your little brother. And uh, Tomorrow night, 9 Eastern. Go BYU get the TV. Trojans live. Jerem will have the call. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks, Taylor. What can BYU Sports Station karma do for you? That is our Twitter question today. And we give Taylor karma. Yes. Of course, we give it's, Taylor it's, karma. We, it's, it's been given. You have the karma, Taylor. You come on the show, you Perfect. get karma. Here we go. <laughs> At Trevor underscore Linton. Maybe the karma is what I need to get me married. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it can work that way. Typically, oh, it's been for BYU oh, athletes. Brother. Yeah. We've given it out for academics today. Why not? It's expanding. It's expanding. We have a wealth to give out today. Up next, <laughs> Taysom Hill. You're listening to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Rise and shout, Cougar fans. This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. The show rolls on on a Friday live from the BYU store. Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan. Oh, this is how we do it on a Friday. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can follow us at Spencer underscore Linton and at Jerem Jordan. Tonight on BYU TV, watch the Cougar softball team play Weber State live on BYU TV, BYU Radio, 7 Eastern time. In-state showdown, 5 p.m. Mountain Local. Spencer Linton on the call. And hopefully Boom some goes the great weather. That's what we're hoping for. Our third guest today on game. this special live Friday edition from the BYU store is the BYU quarterback, Taysom Hill. Taysom, it's day Taysom seven. Taysom Hill is here. Yeah. Taysom Hill is here. Guys. We're going to Chick-fil-A for lunch right after this. <laughs> what? No. He's like, huh? No. 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 What? Wait, what? what? We just had breakfast. Yeah, we don't need lunch. Oh, okay. Okay. We, as in you and your wife. Me and my wife. Emily, it's day seven of marriage. You've already hung out with us twice. I know. Uh, how does I'm it feel sorry. to hang out with us more than your wife in your married uh, tenure? Um, I, I don't know. My wife is definitely better looking than you guys. So <laughs> I agree, I, man. I'm trying to find out you know, what's going on with my priorities here. No arguments. <laughs> okay. Did you, I want to ask this. Did you have any surprise calls or visits on the day that you got married or the day surrounding from uh, people that you were excited to hear from? Um, not really. I, I think you know. I reached out to all the people that I was really close with, and um, you know, made sure that they got an invitation and, and various things like that. And the people that couldn't make it, you know, they did contact me and, and wish me the best of luck. But 
Um, nothing that I was that I was really unexpected. No Jim Harbaugh. Nothing. No Jim Harbaugh. What? Yeah. Yeah. He still is your homeboy. Uh, <laughs> what was your best uh, wedding present? Who? Good question. Um, Mixing bowls. The I'm gonna, crock pot. <laughs> I'm gonna say my diamond ring from my wife. Wow, that's pretty that's, good. That's gotta be you know considered. You present, went diamonds. I did not go diamonds. Yeah, neither did I. Sorry, not diamond ring. Oh, sorry. My gold. I your just gold, gold. Yellow, okay. Yellow gold ring. Yeah. She got the diamond ring. <laughs> yes. I got the gold. Which is how yes. it should be. Well played. <laughs> yeah. uh, one of those uh, invitees that wasn't invited was uh, you know us, which is fine, <laughs> which is fine. But I played Sleepy Ridge Saturday on the golf course. I'm in the parking lot. I see David Nixon. Oh, Taysom Hills. Reception today. He's like, you want to come in? I was like, nah, I'm good. Should we have gone in? <laughs> you you should, should have gone in. in. You guys could have been that unexpected guest. The, Although the party crashers? Been, I, the I wedding did. crashers. You guys didn't get your invitations? Nice, nice try, <laughs> dude. Nice try. <laughs> My bad. The first of three receptions, right? The so first I'm just going to go ahead and put, you need BYU Sports Nation karma to survive three receptions. <laughs> so you finished one and you have two more? We've got two more. Yeah. One in Pocatello? Yep. Where's the other one? Oh, Texas. in Texas. In Texas, yeah. Uh, we called yeah. this the BYU Royal Wedding, by the way. <laughs> David Nixon's younger sister, Emily. David's our homeboy, <laughs> BYU TV analyst. You, your turkey bowl is going to be awesome. It will be awesome. Craig Bills, you, David Nixon there. And uh, she also has two sisters that married a couple football players as well. No kidding. Who, that, who that else? played at BYU. Um, uh, Larry Harmer and... Um, if you Nil. forget, this is going to be awkward. We put Taysom no. on the spot. Nil, I'm just trying to remember his last name now. Nil is his first name. And Nil. Nil, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good but enough. They, they play O and D line, so yeah. um, they're not bringing a lot to uh, the, the special positions, you know, the skill <laughs> positions. But. Isn't that offensive that it's all <laughs> skill positions, by the way? I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I guess I'm on the, the right end of that deal. So. <laughs> the non-skill yeah. positions. You are unskilled. I'm sorry. <laughs> Taysom Hill, BYU quarterback on BYU Sports Nation. You got some great news recently. Other than the wedding, you've been invited to uh, – the Manning passing camp to be an instructor. What was your initial reaction when you found out that you were invited to be in that elite group? Yeah, um, I was obviously excited. You know, you, you feel honored and privileged anytime that something like this comes up. And uh, my big thing was this off season was, you know, looking back at last year, I, I had to overcome the injury. So my time was basically spent making sure my knee was healthy, that I didn't have to go through something like that again. Well, um, my mentality has, has been changed because I, I can spend time improving my game in different areas and um, this Manning camp has given me an opportunity to do that so it's, it's a priv privilege uh, and honor and, and I'm extremely excited about it. The thing that stuck out to me with this as Taysom Hill is on BYU Sports Nation is that it's called a passing camp. It's not a running camp. Everyone knows you're yeah. an elite runner. You ran for 1,300 yards. Uh, but that it's a passing camp. Uh, is that validating in any way that, hey, yes, I may, uh, that's the one thing that people want, I guess, from you and that you've mentioned is you want your completion percentage to be a little bigger. This yeah. is a great opportunity to do that. It is. Um, and I, I don't know. I think it's kind of that uh, it's a hard thing when you're a runner because oftentimes, you know, that's, it's not ordinary for a quarterback to run as much as I do. And so that's just what's looked at, you know, and then it's, it's easier to critique the passing game because you run so much. And um, it, it is a pat on the back to be able to be invited to a passing camp, you know, when I w I'm kind of viewed as a runner. Um, but I, I think that uh, I'm capable of uh, being an extremely good passer. And um, like I said, I, I'm, 
looking forward to improve my game in any way that I can. And uh, right now, that's been my focus. Taysom Hill on BYU Sports Nation, the current BYU quarterback headed to the Manning Passing Camp to be an instructor. Let's put you in a hypothetical situation. You're in a room. You walk in. You see Peyton there. You sit down, and you're one-on-one <laughs> We're told him. you're going to have a meeting with the, the quarterbacks yeah. or with Peyton, right? Yeah. What's your first question to those guys? Yeah. Um, I think my first question will be, what, what advice can you give me? You, you're, you're in my shoes. You know, I'm, a, I'm a junior. I'm getting ready to start the season. And uh, what can I do um, to be better? And, you know, ultimately, I've, I've got goals and aspirations to play at the next level and, and uh, in a way, follow you know, their footsteps and um, see what they did at this time um, to get to where they are. And then... You know, write all that stuff down and, and do my best to incorporate it into my, my game. That's way too predictable. Everyone <laughs> else is going to ask something like that. You got to be like, you want to race? I'm way faster than you, Peyton. I, I don't yeah, let's have a race. race. And I love that SNL skit that you did. <laughs> something like that. Okay. Maybe I'll bring up stick the, out uh, the Will Ferrell interview with, yes. yeah. with Peyton. Yes. Maybe. Yeah, we maybe talked about that like last that. time you were with us. Maybe I did. I'm telling yeah. you, you're going to be like everyone else if you ask that question first. Save it. Just wait. Just wait. You I, I feel it. like it's a good question. It though, is a like. good question, but it's about timing, too, Jason. Okay. All right. You need to establish an audible call. Like, it has to be a city in Idaho. Not Omaha. Pocatello? Like, Pocatello. What, what is it? I don't know. Maybe I maybe You're going to go to learn yeah. what you should say instead of Omaha. Maybe I will. I thought uh, we just did a skit where it was Bronco. Bronco is my audible. Oh, Bronco audible. is yeah. your audible? Yeah. yeah. Remember? In From the our skit? commercial. We yeah, shot it on uh, Monday night. Okay. Just come out in a couple weeks? I don't know. Did Bronco, I Bronco, vacation! Yeah. That's it. Maybe, maybe that could don't be Don't spoil the lines, man. They've got to watch the commercial I'm sorry. in a couple They'll weeks. It'll, it'll be good. I just put pressure on the promotions department. They're like, it was going to be months. Now it's going to be weeks. <laughs> now, now you guys will know when I'm like making a call at the line of scrimmage what I'm saying. Yes. That would be what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. What I want Broncos to know is how do, how do we get our faces on some of those sideline yes. signs? Yes. <laughs> this is what we want. <laughs> I, I think you guys are on the right show right now okay. to get that done. So I think you, you think just, the show is you good just enough? Kinda, I think you guys just told them that that's what you wanted. I, I think you might get it. I want to see Jerem's big old mug on the sideline. <laughs> it's either that or the, the Houston rock. game or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I would love that. Whoever's holding the signs on the sideline. Oh, awesome. you want them on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. For, oh, so okay. you've got the four random. There's a picture of a. There's like a CTR ring. A there duck. Is a CTR uh, ring. What are some of those uh, there symbols? Was a, there was a picture of Ace Ventura last year. All righty then. Yeah. <laughs> Who decides what those are? Coach and I, the coaches, oh, coach coach and and coaching I. staff. Yeah, they. We don't have much say in that stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just changed them up this uh, this spring. Maybe we'll change them again, and, and maybe you guys can can uh, make the cut. I want my face to be I'll, a touchdown play. I'll email you a high-res <laughs> photo right now. Yeah, I need you guys to send me like your best. Yeah. You know? And then we'll see what we can do. One of your teammates, uh, a guy who's an introvert, not Jamal Williams, uh, is is now kind of running around with the track and field team, and he's obviously fast. So we got to thinking, what if BYU football had a 4x100-meter relay team? Who would be the four legs of the 4x100 team? Yeah. You've got to be in that. assuming you're on it. Um, I don't know. It'd be close. I, I might. I might be able to make the cut. But Jamal. Might. J- Jamal Whatever, would man. definitely. Jamal would definitely be out. Be on there. Um, Michael Davis. 
Michael Davis would be on there. We're thinking Devon Blackman's track fast. We haven't seen him play yet. I think he would probably make it. Um, again, I haven't seen him run. but And I Riker think, Matthews. Uh, <laughs> Riker might be like a close fifth. He might be a fifth. Barely Barely um, you know, Robertson Daniels pretty fast. <laughs> yep. I think he, he would be up in that conversation. Jordan Johnson is quick. I, I haven't really seen him you know, stride out, but... Um, you know, I think he would definitely be in that conversation as That's well. That's a race I want to see. The track and field's best against the 4 by 100 <laughs> meter relay team at I, BYU I football. I think that would be a we, good we race. We would probably drop the baton. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> they, would, yeah, they would work you in the Maybe transitions. Maybe if we did, like, like, you know, you just have to give them a high five or something, we might be able to <laughs> yeah. stay in there. Yeah. Okay, Throw who, it to me. Yeah. Who's the fourth leg of, of the 4 by 100 So fastest basically, who's the, the fastest guy on the team? Yeah. Um, Are you the fastest guy on the team, Taysom? I, I don't think that I would be the fastest no? on the team. It's hard to say, you know. Um, I, I do also think that there's a difference between football fast and track fast, you know. You're also um, 225 pounds I now. Am, I am probably 230 now. <laughs> because of <laughs> the, the unlimited wedding. meals fr- thing from the NCAA, <laughs> now you're just eating all day? Well, that, that has did a you hear about that? I did hear about It'll that. It'll kick in later, yeah. you're right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I would say just probably Jamal right now. The fourth I don't leg. Know. I think uh, fair enough. Jamal yeah. Williams is anchoring that team. You've had like this influx of graduate transfers. Keanu <laughs> Nelson received from Stanford. Now you get Harvey Jackson from Jordan Nebraska. Leslie Jordan Leslie, Leslie a guy from UTEP, who we are assuming is a guy that you're going to uh, be on the same page with quite a bit this fall. How does that affect the chemistry of the team with all these guys coming into play one year? Yeah, good question. I think. Uh, you know, we we got to credit our coaching staff. You know, so they felt that we needed a uh, had a need at receiver, and so they went out and got some receivers for us. Are you and just looking your chops, looking at all these guys? <laughs> I am. I am extremely excited, and you know, I've had conversations with the receivers, and, and it, it's always kind of a I don't want to say an intimidating thing, but you know, you've worked so hard to to get where you are, and you want to play, and all those things. And then you then you have guys coming in trying to take your position, right? Um, but that, that's not the vibes that I've, I've received, and, and that's not the type of people that we have at receiver. You know, these guys want us to be as good as we possibly can. And so I would say the, the vibes and the feel around the team is that, hey, we're, we're going to be as good as we possibly can. And our coaches have went out and they've gotten the guys that uh, they feel like we need. And, you know, even in this offense, so many guys are going to play. You know, and especially at receiver where we're going so fast that we're going to have to cycle those guys through. Yeah. And so uh, regardless of how many guys we have in, they're all going to play. And so I think everyone's encouraged, and uh, we have an opportunity to be really good next year. Okay, it's finals day, I guess the beginning of finals. What's your uh, hardest final you're going to take, you think? <sighs> Math 118 for sure. Why is yeah. it always math? I'm the same way, you know? I just, it was just that way for me. I didn't have a math class at BYU, boys. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. How'd you work uh, that out? Yeah. And graduate. Uh, 16 credits of Portuguese. Thank you uh, to your LDS oh, mission. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. There you one. go. Very um, good. What, oh, I was going to, what's your uh, easiest class, you think? Um, Taylor Sander has a coaching volleyball class. Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything <laughs> like that. Um, Probably my new t- my New Testament class. Okay, I've I've done pretty well on the previous tests. You need to take and a golf so class. Not that you need it because I you're like an eight mean. handicap. But uh, <laughs> also, we need to have a BYU Sports Nation golf tournament. I would love that. I'm I'm playing with uh, I'm playing with Dave tomorrow. David Nixon. Yeah, 
So awesome. okay. you guys let us know. We'll, we'll be there. <laughs> you got it. I do not want to do us two versus you two, though. I do we'll, not want we'll to mix do that. It up. That's okay. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll mix it up. <laughs> Taysom, great to have you with us. Good Thank luck you. with your finals. And uh, tell your sweet wife, Emily, thanks for letting you hang out with us uh, more than once this week. Taysom Hill, everybody. Taysom Hill, let's yeah. give it up. What can BYU Sports Nation karma do for you? That is our Twitter question today. Keep your responses coming using the hashtag BYUSN. Up next, big deal, no deal, including Jim McMahon's graduation. This is BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, sponsored in part by National Processing, credit card processing for your business needs. BYU Sports Nation is on demand. Listen to archive episodes of the show on BYUSportsNation.com and watch on BYUTV.org slash DVR. Listen to this. Okay, so we've, we've had Tom Holmo and Taysom Hill and Taylor Sander all on the show already. It's pretty good. Yeah, that, that, that would good, be a are... good show, right? Yes. Well, guess who else we have coming up? Steve Young. Steve Young. And Jeff Benedict. And Sports Tyler Haas. And Tyler Haas. Boom! It only gets better. You know what I want to do right a now? A two hour edition. Yeah. yeah. You, know what, you know what I want to do right now? Go to Chick fil A and Big let's deal. Oh. No deal. Yeah, that's what I want to do. National processing sponsorship of Big Deal, No Deal is a big deal. Credit card processing for your business needs. Here's how it works. Our fabulous producer, Ben Bagley, uses his golden bass, baritone voice, whatever you want to call it, to throw out a one-liner that deals with a trending BYU topic. Jeremy and I will tell you if it is a big deal or no deal and why. Let's go number one. Big deal, no deal. Jim McMahon to graduate from BYU. Big deal. If, it, if you think it's not a big deal, then you do not deserve to be a BYU fan. Then get out of here. Like You have no business being here. It's been a long road for Mr. McMahon, but you can see how excited he was through that tweet last night. He said he passed his stats finally. He's got a couple of things to take care of, according to Tom Holmo, but he is going to be in the BYU Hall of Fame. This was the last hurdle. Huge deal. Oh, yeah, huge deal, big deal. That Jim McMahon graduates from BYU, that's cool. It was just a formality. He had to finish these classes, and then BYU gets him in. Uh, the Hall of Fame. He's already in the NCAA Hall of Fame. In my opinion, the greatest quarterback ever to play at BYU. I know Ty wow. won the Heisman, but he stood on the shoulders of guys like Jim McMahon. Wow, that is a lofty honor. Okay, number two. Big deal, no deal. BYU Sports Nation, two for two in recruiting. The numbers speak for themselves. This is a big deal. Keanu Nelson <laughs> came to the BYU Sports Nation set, was thinking about coming to BYU from Stanford. Came on set. Announced he was coming to BYU, I think, later that day or maybe the next day. Harvey Jackson, safety from Nebraska. Yeah, it was, it was the moment where they're like, yep, okay, I'm coming to BYU. So We'd like to think two. that. This is a big deal. Big deal. Harvey Jackson uh, came on the set Tuesday. We met him, the Nebraska transfer. Uh, it sounded like he was leaning towards BYU. Uh, we hope in some way that helped. But BYU Sports, Car- BYU Sports Nation Carmen is a real thing. Like, if you think we're kidding around, we're not. It is real. Skyler Halford came on BYU Sports Nation at 28 points the next day. Jamal Williams came on BYU Sports Nation, had 182 rushing yards versus Texas. Uh, Jennifer Hampson came on the show, almost had a triple double. Let's go. Let's okay. Let's there have been go, 17 let's go in the history of in the, in the past week. Okay, something recent. Ashley Robinson, softball player, hasn't hit a home run all year. Comes on her show, homer. Hits a home it's run a in the series against Santa thing. Clara. <laughs> Watch Taylor Sander tomorrow <laughs> in the volleyball match. Now he's a good player already, so that helps. Number three. Big deal, no deal. Still no bowl game announced for BYU this season. No deal. They're going to be in a bowl game. BYU's in the ESPN conference. 
Okay, I'm not worried about it. They will have a solid bowl game tie-in. Tom Holmo told us earlier today that they are very close to making something it's official. It's a couple of weeks. So I say, I say no deal. I, it's, it's obviously important to be in bowl games, but I'm not worried about it at all. Like, it's going to be there. I'll go big deal just because I want to know what it is. I want to know what the bowl game is. I want to make my plans for December. I want to buy my tickets. I want to make my hotel reservation. I want to get there and enjoy Not it. January? Or in January. Oh, could it or be? Or in January. I don't know. Yeah. Number four. Big deal, no deal. BYU top 30 in the Learfield Sports Director's Cup. Okay, I'm going to say... I'm First, gonna go, explain what that is. Yes, yeah, so let's explain. It is ranking all of the major athletic Division One or just, just athletic programs Everybody. in the NCAA. Southern Utah's in 200 it, 200 and something, 250-something colleges are in Oregon, the Learfield everybody. Sports Director's Cup. BYU is in the top 30. 28th. So for Tom Homel, I will say this is a very big deal because you have one of the elite, not just sports teams, but athletic programs in the entire country. You're in the top 15% of the Learfield Sports Directors Cup. That's a big deal. This is a big deal. BYU's ranked ahead of the following, right, right ahead of the following. UCLA, LSU, Connecticut, Arizona State, Oklahoma, Alabama, Missouri, yes, Auburn. BYU's athletic program. Top to bottom. It's really good. It's the best of the non-Big Five conferences. That's something BYU wants to aspire to, is to be the best of the rest. Number five. Big deal, no deal. Taylor Sander, back-to-back MPSF Player of the Year. Okay, normally I would say this is a really big deal. But for Taylor and just talking to him, he clearly has his eyes on something bigger. So I'm going to say no deal because all emphasis is now on BYU succeeding in the postseason and getting to the NCAA tournament, trying to win a national championship. That's the big deal for this team. I'll still, so you're going no deal. No deal. Okay, I'll go big deal. I think it's a, a huge individual honor uh, considered by many and to me the second greatest player in BYU volleyball history. The first would be Ryan Millar. Uh, who won a national championship, three-time Olympian gold medalist. Taylor Sander winning back-to-back MPSF Players of the Year, that's huge. I'm not sure even Millard did that. Maybe he did. But for him to do that is huge because this means that BYU's team has been really good, and they have. They've won the MPSF the last two years, lost in the national championship game last year. I hope they win it in Chicago this year. They can do it. Number six. Big deal, no deal. The Fresh Prince of Provo Party. (laughs) This happened last night with the men's basketball team. Skylar Halford, Tyler Hawes, Kyle Collinsworth, all tweeting this out to go hang out at what was it, the Village? Was that where it was? Any was anyone there that's here? <laughs> no crickets. Yeah, no okay, one there. There's my answer right there. No <laughs> deal. No deal. Yeah, it was a big deal for the guys involved, and it's fun for Pro if I was a student, maybe, but I'm not. I'm old now, and so I'm going to say no deal, even though I do love the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. There ain't no party like a Provo party. Apparently, this was awesome, and like at 1 a.m., Kyle Collinsworth <laughs> was busy studying for finals. Wait, no, he wasn't. He tweeted that he was the pr- he is the, the Prince, Prince of, Pro- of, Provo. of Provo. Yeah. Congratulations. So are you going big deal or no deal? Oh, yeah, good question. <laughs> no deal! <laughs> no deal. Answer the question, Jerem. No deal. Our Twitter question today is, what can BYU Sports Nation karma do for you? You don't believe in it? Shame on you, because it's a real thing, people. Up next, we continue with our interview special live from the BYU store. Jeff Benedict of Sports Illustrated on his way. This is BYU Sports Nation. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Live from 
Provo, Utah at the BYU store on campus at Brigham Young University. This is BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. You know what I like about the uh, rebrand of the BYU store? What's that? There's more than books in here, obviously. It's the BYU store. Uh, I can uh, confirm that Jerem was wearing some neon green BYU swag yesterday at one point in this store. Jamal Williams has inspired me to pursue <laughs> other clothing uh, options. Yes. Yes, he has. I think you've taken it a little too far, though. I didn't know there were uh, BYU colors in neon, green, and orange and all that, which is awesome. Hunting slash running stuff, I guess. Hey, tomorrow, Cougar Baseball on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Watch and listen to Game 3 of the series against a very good LMU team. The Cougars hanging on, trying to get into the top four of the West Coast Conference so that they can be in the conference tournament. Our Twitter question today is, what can BYU Sports Nation karma do for all of you? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At T. Cheney 14, what about my chemistry final? Okay, so we were helping a humanities final. Now we're helping a chemistry final. Which is being studied right now in the crowd. Are you studying for this final right now? Yep. Awesome. He's got a book. <laughs> reading, reading it right now. <laughs> now, T. Cheney continues to say, yep, supposed to be studying. Watching BYU Sports Nation instead. I would uh, Priorities, I would and you have them right. I would almost recommend the DVR in this case. You can <laughs> do true. both. You probably need to succeed, especially in chemistry. Holy Schnikes. You can watch it online. Yeah. At I Pit of the Fool, one of the greatest Twitter handles in the universe. Just have Bronco and or Taysom on the show every week, starting the week before each game. Hashtag 12 and 0. That is an idea we've tinkered with. Yeah, we, you don't think we've thought about that? Absolutely we have. Taysom and Bronco. Why not get Jamal? I don't know. Any, any big star. We'll, we can get on and share we'll get, the BYU we'll Sports don't, Nation Don't karma. you worry. At Crazy Coog Fanatic, it could help me get a better rate on my car insurance. False. <laughs> False. At C Coombs. Help me with finals. I just walked by you guys. Where are you? RTM McCombs. At RTM Why did you not stop and say hi? Isn't it fun? We have swag. We have have T-shirts and footballs and stuff to throw out. Isn't it funny now? Like, you don't know a person by their first name per se, but like... You know my Twitter handle. Hey, at Laser Sheep. What's up, man? (laughs) Someone came up to our producer before the spring game and said, Hey, are you uh, at... Big Uncle something or whether he's like nope he's like are you sure he's like yeah I know my <laughs> not Twitter a name, handle your I'm Twitter not, handle yeah you're gonna be at Jerem Jordan are you at Jerem Jordan well yes. luckily yeah yes. luckily my you have an underscore under because there's a high school basketball player in Indiana that's there taking may or that. may not be a rap song about that high school basketball Look it player up on YouTube, Spencer it's awesome. seriously it's it's unbelievable what can BYU Sports Station karma do for you keep those responses coming our live edition of BYU Sports Station continues from the bookstore next on BYU Radio and BYU TV from the BYU store on the campus of Brigham Young University this is BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU store simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV now your hosts Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan Live from the BYU store on campus in Provo, Utah. It's 10 a.m. The students have woken up. They're now here. It's summer behind. There's some energy. They have rest from reading days. They have done no studying for their finals. And now they're trying to cram and watching BYU Sports This is the best way to cram, apparently. (laughs) Yes, it is. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from the BYU store on campus in Provo, Utah. I I got this pen that plays the fight song. You just push it. (laughs) I'm really excited, and then you push it, and it's done. It's awesome. I love it. Can you use that in the testing center? 
Probably, Probably not. Yeah. Well, okay. no, because you need to fill out a Scantron with oh, the number two right. pencil, and if you don't okay. bring one, you have to pay a quarter. I had a friend who <laughs> didn't pay the quarter and got a bill like three years later. For a quarter? For a quarter. You can bill that? You, you got to pay, apparently. Don't mess with the oh, testing center, man. Oh, my goodness. Okay, hey. They'll get you. <laughs> every, every time. Tonight on BYU TV, we remind you to watch... BYU softball play against Weber State. This is a team that's knocked out the number one team in America, Oregon, and at the time, number two ranked Tennessee. So clearly, they can compete. They've been to nine straight NCAA tournaments. That game against Weber State live tonight on BYU TV and BYU Radio, 7 Eastern, 5 Mountain Time. You have anything you want to add before we start this second hour? Spencer Linton's on the call. Oh. We've had a tremendous first hour so far. Tom Homel, the BYU Athletic Director on, Taysom Hill, Taylor Sander. We're now excited to, to welcome in uh, Jeff Benedict, who has followed uh, many Mormon athletes closely, most recently Jabari Parker, uh, worked with him on an, uh, a column that, well, it's more of a first-person essay from Jabari that came out yesterday on SI.com, talking about declaring for the NBA. Jeff, welcome to the program. Uh, what was it like working with Jabari on that first-person essay for Sports Illustrated? Uh, good to be back, guys. And. Uh Boy, if you're at the BYU bookstore, I hope they're selling the system there. That's all I want to know. <laughs> I bet they've got it here. Yeah. A fantastic book. It, it the is system. in here, yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, it was great working on that essay with him because what was unique about it was that uh, there's never been an instance in the past where a student athlete has declared, either for football or for basketball, that he's coming out early by writing an essay. The typical format, and every, we've seen this so many times, is you do a press conference or, you, or the university issues a press release. And uh, we thought it would be great to do it in written form, and, and it really took off. Uh, it's still uh, like the number one story on, our, on the SI website, and it was all day yesterday. And uh, it had a great presence on social media, but it, it really made an impression. I talked to some people in the NBA yesterday, and they were just really impressed that you know, that he wrote an essay, and, uh, and it's a good one. It's a really thoughtful one. Jeff Benedict, Sports Illustrated columnist and award-winning author, uh, co-author of The System, The Glory, and Scandal of Big Time College Football, along with Armin Katan. He is back on BYU Sports Nation, one of our great friends of the program. You've followed Jabari's entire Duke career, and now as he begins a new chapter into the NBA. We asked you uh, last week if you could tell us whether or not he was going to stay at Duke or, or go to if the you NBA. Had any inkling, being you, close you just to said, uh, stay, tuned. Stay, stay tuned. So we're, <laughs> we're assuming that you knew at that point because you were working on this article. When did you know that he was not going to stay at Duke? Um, I, you know, I don't remember the exact date. Uh, it's just that, uh, you know, he's, we, we worked on this piece for, for a while because it was, it was the kind of thing that had to be done um, it had to be done in a real thoughtful, careful way, and, um, and and you can tell when you read it that a lot of thought went into it. And and he was pretty intimately involved in the process. Unlike, you know, some people might assume that he wasn't, but he was. And uh, right up through yesterday, when we when we actually published, he was actually in the editing room with us, editing both the piece and the video. Um, so he was he was involved in all of it. And and um, and I started working with him on it certainly. You know, before I talked to you guys last time, but I don't remember how far ahead of that it was. Jeff Benedict is on BYU Sports Nation, uh, award-winning author, BYU Sports Illustrated writer, is, or BYU Sports Illustrated. Might B as well be. BYU Sports Nation contributor. <laughs> Jeff Benedict is on the program. Uh, Jeff, you've talked to, in the fall, we talked about Jabari Parker a little bit, 
and that he, uh, you talked about him taking the mantle almost from Steve Young is one of the most visible, if not the most visible, Mormon athlete or former athlete. Uh, you talked about a card that you gave him of Steve Young. Now he declares for the NBA he could become the first uh, African-American Mormon drafted into the NBA. Does he have a sense of what this means? Oh, I, certainly. Uh, he certainly does. And, uh, you know, Steve has Steve's been important um, to, in Jabari's life on a number of levels. Uh, in that instance with me giving him the football card, uh, it was a card that I asked Steve to give to me to give to Jabari um, because, you know, whether you, whether you seek it or not, and Steve certainly didn't seek it when he was in the position he was in, and I, I don't think Jabari seeks it now, but the fact is is that he is in a limelight and his, his connection to his faith, you know, will be something that is uh, brought up during his life and during his career. And so he appreciates it. He knows it's serious, and uh, he knows what he does on and off the court carefully and um, and I think he looks at guys like Steve certainly Steve uh, as an example and someone to watch Jeff Benedict Sports Illustrated author and columnist an award-winning author on BYU Sports Nation friend of the program for sure and Jeff I know that you have relationships with a lot of big-time BYU athletes Kyle Van Noy you followed his story obviously uh, Jabari Parker with the LDS ties there at Duke what kind of relationship do you have with Steve Young, who uh, has been the flag bearer for uh, LDS athletes for quite a while now? Hmm. Well, um, I consider Steve a really close friend. I, I, I know him pretty well. Um, I've written some stuff about Steve. Uh, in fact, when I did the, the very first Jabari Parker profile for the magazine, I, I did a piece on Steve and Danny Ainge uh, for Sports Illustrated in that same issue. Um, just talking about their um, their time at BYU and their decision process for whether or not to serve a mission, because that's such a typical question that Jabari gets. Um, but I I just think Steve uh, I've been around Steve in in different environments and seen the kind of impact that he has on people. And it's interesting, like now because he's been out of the game for you know 14 or 15 years, but when Steve walks into an NFL stadium, uh, even now to do an ESPN broadcast. Uh, it's pretty fascinating to see how people react to him. Old-timers that, you know, custodians and security guards that have been working in these stadiums as far back as when he played. And uh, they not only remember him, they still consider him like their favorite player. And these, I'm not talking about in San Francisco. I mean in places like Washington or Atlanta. And it's, it's because of the kind of person he was when he played. And... Uh, and I think that's a, you know, a real hallmark to the kind of life Steve's lived. Jeff Benedict is on BYU Sports Nation. I just saw a tweet from at Sports Bros. They said, I would love to hear Benedict talk about a Spencer Hadley story. That was a very inspirational piece. You were at the prison uh, you know, a couple days after, or I guess the day after your article uh, or close to it came out. Um, you went to the prison, then you had an article come out. But yeah. what's, what's been the fallout um, a after that story a couple months later uh, from the Spencer Adley situation? Well, I mean, I I'm not sure what the fallout was. I know, you know, I know Spencer's um, suspension was, was reduced, which I thought was, I mean, not that my opinion matters on this, but I, I thought that was a good thing. I guess I mean more uh, reaction to your article that maybe you heard oh, from people. Well, the reaction to the article is that it, 
That article actually broke some records at Sports Illustrated. Really? Those, yeah, those records still hold. Um, if you, for instance, if you check the Jabari Parker story right now, the, the essay that we put up yesterday, as of an hour ago, it had over 10,000 shares or likes on Facebook. Um, the Spencer Hadley story was was up closer to 50,000. Wow! And and that and it that had ne- nothing had ever come close to approaching that number. Jabari's number today is actually a huge number. It's a huge number. I mean, it it completely there's nothing close to it on the site right now, and there probably hasn't been anything close to that on the site in weeks. Um, but the Hadley and who knows how far it'll go in the next 48 hours? It could get much higher, but. Spencer's story was the most um, successful story dis- disseminated through social media ever on SportsIllustrated.com. That's ever. amazing. Why do you yeah. think that was, Jeff? Um, well, I think there's a couple of factors. I mean, one is because uh, we can track not only how much it's disseminated by Twitter and Facebook, but also you, we can also see how many people are reading it on a mobile device. Uh, so in that case, the Spencer Hadley story had an enormous amount of readership on a, on a phone, meaning they were using an iPhone to read it. And um, you track some of that back, and I know one thing. We know that there was a, a big amount of traction that came from the Deseret News, which picked up the story and disseminated it, disseminated it through their social media outlets. And so you can assume from that that a lot of uh, – BYU alumni, BYU fans, uh, Mormons um, did some of that, but they certainly didn't do all of it. Um, I think the other part of it is that there's a, there was just a tremendous reaction to the theme of redemption, which is not a theme we cover on Sports Illustrated very often. Um, it's, it's not something you would typically associate with sports. Um, but Spencer's story is all about redemption. It's not about, it's not about the BYU-Utah rivalry. It's not about... It's not about any of that. It's not even really a football story. It's a story about it's a story about redemption, and I think that theme really hits people. And so I, there were there were probably a lot of people who read that story who weren't necessarily interested in BYU football or even football at all. Um, and and I think that's why it did so well. Jeff Benedict, a author and Sports Illustrated columnist for obviously the magazine and SI.com. I should say a record-breaking. Uh, author for SportsIllustrated.com, with us on BYU Sports Nation. Let's go back to Kyle Van Noy, who is approaching the NFL draft. He was projected to be a second-round pick, 40th overall to the Minnesota Vikings, according to ESPN's Mel Kuyper yesterday. Have you had any recent conversations with Kyle, and uh, what are his expectations as arguably the biggest day in his professional career approaches? Well, I mean, I I stay in touch with Kyle, and I've talked to him recently. Um, Yes, I, I think, you know, Kyle's one of those guys that I think whoever, whoever ends up picking him, whatever round it's in, whether it's late first round or early second round or, or maybe the middle of the first round, you never know how high he could go in the next little while here. But the point is, is whoever gets him, um, I think they're going to be pleasantly surprised that they got a lot more than a football player. I mean, y- you want a great linebacker for starters because that's really what this is about. You're drafting a football player. But so often you wonder about uh, what else you're getting with these guys. It's the same in the NBA draft. It's what else are you getting when you draft one of these players? And I think in Kyle they're going to find someone who's, first of all, he's really smart. Uh, he has a degree. It's a degree of substance from a, a great university. 
Um, he's a smart guy that people don't necessarily associate, you know, big, tough defensive players with smarts, but Kyle's really smart, and, and that actually translates well to the modern game of football. It's when a franchise realizes they got a kid who, who really has a good head on his shoulders, um, and, and he's someone who's got some character. And, and so, in other words, some mental toughness. So I think whoever gets him, we put such a focus on who gets picked first or second or third, but there's a lot of rounds in the NFL draft, and there are lots of players that go really early who never pan out. And there's plenty of players who go in the low rounds who end up being really good NFL players. I don't think in the end it matters a whole lot exactly where Kyle goes, I think, but he's going to be a player that I think is going to be around. Well, Jeff, great stuff as always. We appreciate the insight on Jabari Parker, Steve Young, Spencer Hadley, and, of course, Kyle Van Noyen. We look forward to uh, what's next for you. So thanks, Jeff. We appreciate the time. All right. Terrific, guys. Take care. Jeff Benedict of Sports Illustrated, an award-winning author. Check out his book, The System, The Glory and Scandal of Big-Time College Football. Love that book. Our Twitter question today is, what can BYU Sports Nation karma do for you? At TashaLynn19 says, I don't have finals, but I'm sure I could use the karma for something especially since Tyler Hawes is coming on next. Bring it on! BYU Sports Nation continues after this. This is Tyler Hawes, and you are tuned in to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, live from the BYU store. It's a Friday, it's the first day of finals, and Jeremy and I are more happy than ever to not be taking any tests That's today. exactly right. But a man that will take some tests next to us is Tyler Hawes, maybe the Fresh Prince of Provo. We'll uh, get to that no. in a moment. But Tyler Hawes is here, everybody. Tyler Hawes! <laughs> West Coast Conference Player of the Year. We have the MPSF Player of the Year, now the West Coast Conference Player of the Year. Okay, Tyler, now, now party talk. Jerem says there ain't no party like a Provo party. <laughs> so the basketball team, I'm not sure who like, started this idea or if it was just the athletic department, but you have the Fresh this Prince is a of private Provo party, party last this night. Is yes. You guys. This has nothing to do with BYU sports, right? right? Mm, that's right. No. This is you trying to get a girlfriend. Was that what that was? <laughs> <laughs> Me trying, yeah. Putting, putting the effort forth. Uh, Jerem's no. already fired a shot at Tyler about the girlfriend. Okay. I, I always hear about the girlfriend from, from Jerem. <laughs> But, no, it's finals week. We figured people would be stressed and needed a little time to get away from it for a little bit. So we just opened up the apartment for a little while, and a lot of people came. It was fun. What did you guys do? So we had, we had a costume contest. We made a Fresh Prince throne that people could take <laughs> pictures <laughs> by. That was good. I saw some pictures on that. Yeah, and we had a raffle contest. And you had a DJ show up, too. Had a DJ. One of your homies from DJ Lone Mitch Pier. Fly, right? DJ Mitch Fly, yeah. <laughs> that was him. Well known in the job. Alpine Highland area. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Oh, yeah. So who That's is right. the Fresh Prince of Provo? What's, what's the answer? So we had a contest, and the winner actually was Spencer Hadley. How about that? Spencer Hadley. Spencer Hadley, yeah. Now, he was wearing some zebra pants and a neon shirt. And We're going to need a picture of this. Did someone <laughs> he, take a picture? Please tell me yes. Yeah, oh, someone did. So maybe they could tweet it in or something. <laughs> who, who else showed up to the party? Uh, we had a bunch of the basketball guys, a bunch of random people that I'd never met before. Close to sort of close the point friends. of holding a party, right? Yeah. Just random so, people. Yeah, it was fun. That's had awesome. A good time. I don't know if you've heard, but like you're you're a pretty good basketball player, like <laughs> in my in my opinion, the dubbed the West Coast Conference Player of the Year. Uh, so a lot of people think that actually, and you know we're we're not ignorant to the fact that you're you're generating a lot of publicity for the school and for yourself, and 
you have some big decisions approaching about what you're going to do. The, the NBA draft has kind of come into the equation here, and I know that that's kind of like, <gasps> the NBA draft, all the how much, how much emphasis are you putting into that, and, and uh, what kind of interest are you garnering from the NBA right now? Well, I mean, you, you have to take a good look at it, and it, it is a good option. But, you know, I always, when I came to BYU, I always saw myself as playing four years, and so I want to come back and play my, my final year here. Uh, I love BYU. Are you saying you're coming are back? You, for you, senior you're coming back? Yeah, I'm coming back. Wow! Oh, Tyler Haas is coming back. Tyler, Tyler Haas is coming back for his senior year. He makes year. it official on BYU Sports Nation. You, did, you didn't expect that uh, no, no. you'd like, make news with this no, crowd, did you? No. Do you want to say anything else to get them riled up? They're ready to go. <laughs> I love you guys. Yeah! Woo! Yeah. <laughs> um, but you've been testing the waters just to, just to see? What have you yeah, done? Yeah, so, you know, you used to be able to go work out for teams and, and talk to teams, and, uh, but they've, they've changed the rule, and now you can just uh, send in a little report and, and get feedback from different, different people and different teams. And so we got that feedback, and a lot of it was positive stuff. And, and so next year I'm, I'm looking forward to, to making a push. You know, that's the goal, and that's the dream. Um, but there, there's obviously stuff I, I need to get better at and improve on, and there's stuff I still want to accomplish here at BYU. Now, I know you take a list of things that you want to work on personally that you've had down. Coach Rose told us about this. You go into his office for your end of your interview, and you talk about the things that you want to work on. Mm-hmm. In the feedback that you got from NBA scouts and from those high-level guys, what are they telling you that you need to improve on? Yeah, well, you know, I don't think it was any surprises. I mean, a lot of it was defensive stuff. Uh, I, I need to have a good, good off season uh, on the defensive end. I think people, people know I can score the ball um, and put the ball in the basket, but uh, there, there's little things on defense I, I can do better at. Um, like what? And just keeping guys in front, mm-hmm. um, staying in front of uh, quicker guys, and then um, just making it tough on, on good shooters and. Uh, and then I, I got to get better at, you know, making plays with the ball in my hand and uh, kind of being a playmaker, making good passes and uh, being a facilitator on offense. Tyler Haas is on BYU Sports Nation from the BYU store. When you look ahead uh, to next year, senior year, you, your team had zero seniors this year. You're going to be senior heavy next year. Mm-hmm. One of those guys not coming back is Matt Carlino. This is our first chance to talk to you post news with Carlino, who has yet to announce where he's going, but mm-hmm. what was your initial reaction and how did you find out that Matt Carlino decided to transfer? Yeah, you know, I think I found out from one of the coaches. Uh, uh, it was tough. I mean, Matt, Matt was my roommate on road trips and yeah. stuff, and so we were pretty close, uh, and he's obviously done so much for, for BYU and in my game and helping me become a better player, and so it, it was a tough thing to, to deal with for a while, but I Really surprised? Yeah, no, I, I was I was surprised uh, by it, but you know you just wish Matt the best of luck and and hopefully he can find a place a good fit and he can get comfortable quick and and have a good senior year and hopefully not in the West Coast Conference. I think that'd be really <laughs> awkward. Yeah, that would be for everybody. Would be, yeah, that's what I told him actually. Just don't go to saw, a WCC like, school. Don't go to San Francisco or St. <laughs> Mary's or someone. <laughs> Tyler Haas, the sixth leading scorer in the nation, or is it number five? It's six. It was six. six. And then yeah. next year is five, at least, next right? Five, yeah. So Always number five all-time score in BYU history. That's right. On BYU Can Sports Can you believe Nation. that? You're number five all-time after three That's years. That's crazy, huh? You're going to be number one crazy. after next year. You're going to pass Jimmer Fredette. Have you, have you thought about what that, that moment would be like? 
No, obviously it would be a, a very special moment. There's been so many great players here at BYU and great scorers, and so uh, just to be in the in the talk with those guys is is really cool and special. Have you reached out to those guys, or have they reached out to you uh, in the recent past? The, uh, talking about the NBA players, Jim or Fredette, and, and your buddy Brandon Davies. Like, have, have you had recent conversations with them? Yeah, no, I've talked to them a little bit about uh, kind of the process and. They say it's it's hard and it's a grind, it's a challenge, um, but I I'm ready for that. I'm ready to to, to jump into that. So you, you're going to deal with some brand new teammates and Chase Fisher, who's a transfer from Wake Forest. Jamal Ates is a guy who comes from UNLV. So while you lose Matt, you get better at a number of positions. And Isaac Nielsen off a mission. There's Jordan there's Chapman some off a mission. Understandable excitement about the program as you move forward. Where do you feel like this team needs to get better the most as you try and, and take it to the next level and win some tournament games? Yeah. Uh, you know, like I was talking about earlier, we, we have to get better on the defensive end of as the a floor team. as a team and, and individually. And, and that starts right now and, and pick up games and, and individual workouts that we're doing. And we gotta, we got to change our mindset to, to being more of a, a defensive-oriented team. And that, that hasn't always been the case here at BYU. You know, people people know we can we can score, and you know we, I think we finished the finished the season top five in scoring yep. Yep. Uh, as a team. And so, uh, if we can figure out how to guard people, I, I think this next year can be pretty special. Your brother TJ went into the missionary training center Wednesday. Mm-hmm. What was that like saying uh, goodbye to your brother who's headed to France on this mission? Yeah, it was actually a lot harder than I thought it was going to be there. <laughs> A few tears shed, um, and but I I was proud to teach. You know, when we got out of the car at the MTC, he was just like, "All right, let's do this thing, let's go," and seemed really confident and, and comfortable in what he was doing. And it's the right thing, so I was proud of him for making the decision to go and, and getting out there. So TJ will come back and play basketball at BYU, I believe, starting in the 2016-17 season. The season that's been marked on everyone's calendars, but especially this next season, and then the next season. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with those ones first. I, I have to bring this up, and, and this goes back to Chase and Jamal. I talked to Jamal, uh, in a, he was shooting out around after the women's team had finished up a practice as they continued their NCAA tournament run, and we just talked about the, the season that he had, and he said, Oh yeah, we, we took we took it to the boys. Chase and I, we we dominated them in practice. Oh wow! Do you do you, <laughs> <laughs> do you have a rebuttal for Chase and Jamal uh, with that statement? And uh, just keep running your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they they like to talk a lot. And they're gonna. They don't always say it like it is. Wait, Chase they, likes to talk trash. Oh, yeah. Could have fooled me. Oh my gosh, you don't even know. <laughs> we it, will know soon. No, uh, in the weight room, on the court, off the court, it's all it, all the time. Speaking of that, I've seen pictures of you with a with is it Mini Haas, Lil Haas, Lil Haas, Lil, Lil Haas, yeah. a la Lil Penny from the <laughs> '90s with Penny Hardaway. Uh, as we see a picture on the BYU TV side of that, uh, it's a puppet. You've got him in your hand. <laughs> Is this a promotional campaign for next year? What is this? What's I going think, on here? I think so. I think you'll Lil be seeing Haas. more of a little Haas around. Can you tease us as to how he's involved or anything? Does I, he have I, better hair than you? I'm not sure. I, I think I still have him beat for hair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going long. You're going spiky, going too. Going long, yeah. So, so you've opted to not go with any more voiceovers, no more Chicago lip syncs. Uh, while those served a great purpose, you feel like the pu- the puppet's the way to go. I think so. I think I think that that'll be a better route for. <laughs> do we know? Who, do we know who's voicing Lil Haas? Because it was no. Chris Rock back then. Yeah. Lil Penny. <laughs> 
hey, why, why don't we have you do it? I'll do it. Okay. Are we signing throw, me up throw right his now? Throw name in there. Jerem do it. All these, hey! pe- all these people hey! behind the scenes are freaking Real, out. No, out. not Jerem. Not <laughs> Jerem. <laughs> Pass Jerem. <laughs> Let's do it. Tyler, great to have you with us on set here at the BYU store. And uh, our question today, Twitter question, is what can BYU Sports Nation Karma do for you? What has BYU Sports Nation Karma done for Tyler Hawes? Uh, it seems like every time I come on, something good happens after. That's so exactly right. That's exactly right. Woo! BYU Sports Nation Karma is a real thing. <laughs> maybe something will happen off the court this time, though. Are you talking girlfriend? Maybe. Is that what you're talking maybe. About? Okay. Okay. Today, wow. we, today it's been tried to expand to academics. Now we're going social. I mean... We I'm don't know the no power. limits to this. I could use some help in academics, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> some good luck for today? the final. Not today. Next week. Okay. Next week. Good luck. Good luck. Thanks, good luck guys. in your finals. Great to have you. Appreciate it. Tyler Haas, everybody. Ty- Tyler He's Haas. coming back for his senior year. He announced it right here uh, on BYU Sports Nation, and we're ecstatic. I want to jump out of my chair, but I can't because I'm mic'd up. Uh, our Twitter question, as Tyler just answered, is what can Sports Nation Karma do for you? Keep those responses coming up next. Our interview A-list continues on BYU Steve Sports Young Nation. Steve Young is the man next. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store. BYU Sports Nation rolls on on a Friday. We are live from the BYU store on campus in Provo, Utah at Brigham Young University. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. We're doing it live, a two-hour edition that has been jam-packed with fantastic guests. We just finished with Tyler Haas, who, oh, by the way, announced he will come back and play his senior year with BYU basketball. Made it official right here on BYU Sports Nation. If you don't catch the show live, it's always on demand. Listen to archive episodes of the show on BYUsportsNation.com and watch on BYUtv.org slash DVR. Our next guest is an NFL MVP, a Super Bowl MVP. His name is Steve Young, led BYU to a 1983 Holiday Bowl. (laughs) Steve, you're getting a nice welcome here from uh, the fans in the bookstore, at the BYU store, I should say. And and we'll start with uh, one of your close friends, Jim McMahon, a guy who you followed in the footsteps of, who just announced he's going to be a BYU graduate. What does that mean to you and and Jim as uh, he he wraps wraps up that accomplishment? Uh, I'm really excited about that. I mean, we were together with Lavelle, remember, about three or four years ago, maybe more, five, six years ago, and Jim came back. And if you recall, he, he ran the flag out pregame. And it was an emotional time for all of us on the field to just know that Jim and all of his fits and starts with BYU and, and the BYU community and, and all of us in general, I mean, specifically, I mean, it was just it was always a little bit strange. And have him back and have him kind of feel the love from from everybody and all appreciation for the all that he had accomplished for BYU when he was here and and that uh, you know there was just a and Bill and Jim felt that and I remember being in the locker room uh, underneath the stadium before the game with all of us that were hanging on all the old quarterbacks and he was emotional and he made a commitment to uh, to finish school and so that he could put his name up in the stadium I mean that was kind of the prerequisite and he wanted to do it and so this is going to allow Jim's name to get up in the stadium which I think is really important and uh, important to him and important to all of us, and I think we should all cheer that and that effort that Jim's made to do that and the, the spirit of how he's come to this. And I just I, I couldn't be happier than to hear that Jim's graduated and now can get his name up there in the stadium. Former Greenwich High School quarterback Steve Young is on BYU Sports Nation. Taysom Hill is on the set. He's been invited to the Manning Passing Camp. Uh, what does that mean for Taysom, his junior, to be invited to that camp, Steve? 
Taysom needs, uh, you know, he needs exposure to a lot of different ways of thinking about the quarterback position. Um, I, you got to take this how I mean it. It's, an, it's a position that takes a tremendous amount of athleticism, but it's not physical athleticism. It's more about your personality, your ability to deal with, you know, um, um, too many people on a field, to deal with the, the structure of the, what the coaches are designing, the play, the context for the defense. Uh, versus the moment, you know, the blitz and all things that are happening in the moment, the studying that goes on throughout the week, the, the media, the, there's just the nuanced level of, uh, uh, of expertise that you need to be a great quarterback in college and in the NFL is going to need a lot of different perspectives. And he's going to gain from that by going to this, this passing camp. He's going to be around Peyton Manning, who is the guy that, you I mean, think about what Peyton Manning. Uh, uh, proposes that he can learn the position, do all these things, one of the greatest of all time, and never move. Never move from one spot. Now, Seriously. Taysom never, needs to worry. Taysom never needs to worry about that. Taysom can always move, and that will always be a great weapon of his. But if Taysom could take his mind and put him in the shoes of Peyton Manning for a brief time and not move, I cannot move. And if I cannot move, how do I play the position? If he thought about that and actually developed that kind of strategy and thinking, he'll be a significantly more deadly, uh, de- devastating quarterback on the field to defenses with that perspective. Because if he ties his feet and makes his brain and his, and his and anticipatory uh, passing and all the uh, parts of this game that are away from moving, that will, that, that will drive him to, to, to real greatness. And so I think this passing camp is an opportunity to just tie his legs up and sit with somebody and be around somebody that literally can't move and be a great benefit to him. Steve, when and how did that happen with you? <laughs> uh, it's kind of, I mean, it happened in college. Um, you know, Jim McMahon, I followed Jim. Jim was uh, strategically uh, uh, one of the great quarterbacks of all time that I've ever been around. I mean, he knew defenses. He knew anticipa- uh, what I call anticipatory passing. When you knew, you know, you knew a guy was coming open, you let it go early. You threw people open. Stuff that the pros talk about. Jim was doing, and I learned that from him watching him uh, at BYU, and so it really helped me. So I got a sense of that, but I never truly got it. You know, I, but I ran around like crazy in college. Yeah. Uh, I threw a lot. <laughs> I threw a lot, but I also ran a lot. I had no sense of of, of tying my feet down. It was Sid Gilman when I went to the LA Express when I first left college. I went down to Los Angeles. Sid Gilman, one of the great quarterback coaches of all time, he literally tied my feet down. He like put a rope, rope around your feet or something? He roped around my feet. Wow. So that I couldn't. So it, it was more about getting my feet to be more um, uh, set in, 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 the, in the drops and the, and, 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 and the sequencing and so forth. Not necessarily not let me run around, but it got me that sense of, uh, of, of you know, uh, the, the, the nuance part of dropping back and throwing a football. And that, that continued when I got to, to Bill, Bill Walsh. Bill used to scream at me, go, Steve, because I'd run around and gain five yards or ten yards. And he says, no one knows where you are. No, this, offense <laughs> needs to, this, need, this offense needs to know where you are. And it needs to be performed so that the ball ends up in the place it's supposed to. And unless you have no other choice, you have got to get that. You've got to enact that. And so I became. People started talking about being an orchestrator. You have to orchestrate the offense. If you end up with the ball, be slightly embarrassed about it. Maybe you gained 15 yards. Maybe you scored. Maybe you got the critical first down. But have an essence that that's not what you want to do in the long run. 
because it doesn't help the offense run more efficiently. So Bill Walsh was the one that drilled that into me and constantly reminded me that I need to run the offense. I need to orchestrate. Get out of the way. Get the ball in your hands and then get it out, even if it's to Tom Rathman for a gain of four or you know dropping it off to somebody else for a gain of three. I mean, it doesn't matter. Just get that play successful. Get it to the next play. Put pressure on defenses. And then if you do make that big run, that slicing big run that you know capitulates defenses into into you know, saving backwards, that's the that he always encouraged me to do that. But you've got to get the the, the essence of the offense in your head first. You've got to make sure that you're delivering the ball, orchestrating the offense, and not thinking about uh, running around. And I, I think that's just a that's a process that Jason's going to have to work at over time. Steve Young, former BYU quarterback, Pro Football Hall of Famer, class of 2005 on BYU Sports Nation. You talk about that old tactic that your coach used, Steve, putting rope around your feet. Have you contemplated seriously coming to do that with Taysom Hill? <laughs> well, Taysom, you can see what a good guy. We con- we, we, we're connected. We uh, text back and forth, talk briefly at times. He, you know, I always tell him, call me anytime. I'm, I'm here, um, available. Has he taken you up on that? Absolutely. So he'll he'll call and talk and text and try to make sure that things are going well. And I encourage him to keep doing it. But I, I can tell you that that um, he needs. This is why it's time to go down to the Peyton Manning passing camp. He needs to take his mind out of his legs and be completely in his head and his arm and just say to himself, "I cannot move. And if I cannot move, who? What kind of a player am I?" And that would really develop him because I think you can see him when he plays. He's all in, right? And every play is all in. And if it doesn't, you know, I, I'm going to make something work. I'll figure it out. And, and it takes discipline to, uh, because what happens is you, you inevitably take off too early. You inevitably give up too early on a, on a route. You, you, and, and, and if you do that over in time, it just takes away from the whole context of the offense. And so Taysom needs to find those places where he can orchestrate that offense and discipline his mind in his arm to be the reasons why he's great. And his legs are just the bonus. It's the, it's the, it's the thing that makes it, incre- makes it impossible to defend him. But it's not the main, main course. It's definitely something on the sideline. And that's what he needs to just continue to develop. Steve Young, former LA Express quarterback, is on BYU Sports Nation. <laughs> that's what you're most known for, right? No, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, the Niners as well and the Buccaneers in BYU. Uh, as we, as we look ahead to what BYU has in store this season, we did this last time with you. We count down to Connecticut every show, Steve. Here it is. Countdown to Connecticut. 133. What have you done since the last time we talked to prepare yourself for the game that is in your home state, BYU at Connecticut? August 29th. Uh, I, I'm wondering if they're going to roll out the NCAA basketball championship rings at halftime. That could be some drama, you know, that it could create more. Listen, you go to Connecticut, it, it is farmland up there. And it's this little cute, cute stadium that they built. It's a nice little campus, um, but it's in the middle of nowhere. And it's going to take anyone of BYU is going to try to get to stores, Connecticut. Good luck. You know, it's, uh, it's going to be a challenge. So what I've done to prepare those that are going to go to go to stores, Connecticut, make sure you fly into Boston, and then and then spend some time looking around town and figuring out the big sites, and then go to Cowtown, the stores, and get ready for for a vicious game. Because I <laughs> I got to believe that the the camp is going to be uh, is going to be on fire because of the championship in basketball. Steve Young, former BYU quarterback on BYU Sports Nation. We've talked a lot about Taysom Hill and and. 
really what he can do with this BYU program as he moves forward if he can wrap his mind around not making his legs the number one weapon. Let's transition now to basketball, and we're talking about high-profile athletes for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And whether you wanted it or not, you've, you've been kind of one of those flag bearers for a very long time. But here we have Jabari Parker, who has declared for the NBA draft. What kind of pressure will Jabari feel as he heads to the next level, being under that umbrella of an LDS high-profile athlete? Um, it's not, to me, it's not pressure when it's in you. It's a part of you. Um, uh, people always said, oh, how did you uh, live the standards of the church? Well, that, it's, it's, who, it's who you are. Yeah. It's, what you, it's, what, it's what you believe. It's, it's a, and if it's not, then that's when it gets to be a problem because you're not, it's not uh, an you know, ingrained part of you, a commitment that you've made to yourself. I mean, this is really that relationship you have with your Heavenly Father, so it's, like it's, it's personal, and, and, and it's not that difficult. And I believe Jabari's in that place. Um, I've had back and forth with Jabari. I, I think of the world of him, his mom. I, uh, I've gotten to know her. You know, this is Jabari is a is a great Latter Day Saint, and he is a guy that's made some very critical decisions in his life, and he'll live to him. He's going to be somebody that will always uh, think the world of. I, I really believe. I, I think I think the world of him. I think that he's a guy that's made tough decisions already. This is another tough decision, and all of the tough decisions he's made have in mind a prayerful mindful, devout, you know, uh, love of the Savior. I mean, I just I think that that's where he's coming from. And so to me, this is a challenge that he's willing to take on, but I don't see him struggling with the stresses of, you know, uh, professional life or what that's going to look like for a Latter-day Saint. I think he'll be a guy that uh, will take it in stride because of who he is and what he's, what, 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 you know, what, what, the, what decisions he's already made in his life. Former Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback Steve Young is on BYU Sports Nation. Steve, uh, we talked with Jeff Benedict, who uh, has a relationship with you. He got a, a card from you of uh, one of your NFL cards, gave it to Jabari. It, it now appears that Jabari becomes uh, the flag bearer for uh, an LDS athlete. There are some other high-profile ones out there, namely Jimmer, of course, Bryce Harper, who's also kind of like Jabari, just more soft-spoken about it. But Jabari becomes another high-profile uh, flag bearer for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. What does, that, what does that mean, being one of those guys, to have uh, another guy? And let's be honest, uh, BYU, the LDS Church, hasn't had yeah. an African-American LDS kid drafted ever. This, this is great. It's wonderful. It's, um, it's I mean, I, and, and, and I, I'm telling you, Jabari doesn't, like us talking about it, doesn't put pressure on him. This is who who he is, yeah. and so uh, I think he's gonna. He, he he feels really comfortable with it. He's willing to take the challenges of the next step that he's making w- with full eyes open about what that means. Uh, and and uh, you know you heard the quote from the President Monson on in conference about uh, you know do the same things in in the behind you know in secret as you do in the in the public and. And Jabari has no 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 qualms about repeating that back and telling people, "Hold me to that standard, hold me to that to that uh, place." And I'll and, and so to, to me, that's why I'm I'm am so excited for Jabari and what he's going to accomplish. Because I know his root, you know. I mean, where he's and that's why I don't really worry. It's not. I think he's. It's not a pressure. It's just who he is. He's going to go and act it, and we can all kind of. Um, uh, appreciate it as, a, as for members of the church that we're so excited to have somebody that's uh, going to be out there uh, and he's steady. He's going to gra- he'll come back and graduate from Duke like he said he's going to. 
he's gonna he'll be a great missionary. He'll do these things that matter. He'll speak to the youth group as he has a chance. He'll he'll be somebody that you know that parents can say, look look at Jabari, you know what a great guy that he is. I mean that's just, this is a wonderful thing, uh, and I'm really grateful for uh, his parents and for and for all the things he's already done in his life. And and um, you you're right. There's some neat cool things about uh, Dubai that are just going to get neater and cooler, and I'm excited to see him go out and do, do the great work that he's going to do. Steve Young on BYU Sports Nation, NFL Hall of Famer class of 2005. Always great to have you, Steve. I, I hope that in your busy schedule you have worked out some sort of vacation in the next few months to get you rested and relaxed for August 29th when BYU football starts up. Can't wait. Can't, what is that, Jason? Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give it up for Steve Young, yeah, everybody. Steve You're in the BYU, BYU Sports Store. Nation. Steve, thanks for the time. Okay, guys, take care. Our question today is what can BYU Sports Nation karma do for you? Let's go to a the whole twi- lot. It, it can't. It can't. If we have time, let's go to the Twitter machine. And we will be back after I say this <laughs> at Kyle Moriyama. He says karma will help taste and remember his relatives' names. <laughs> Neil, Neil something. I, you're sort of my brother-in-law. I can't remember your name. Yes. We'll be back with more <laughs> BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV right after this. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store. We are live from the store in Provo, Utah on campus at Brigham Young University. And we are pleased to have David Hunt, the BYU store director, with us on set. This has been... Let's give a, it up for David Hunt. Yes, David, <laughs> making this happen. This is his home court. This is his home field. You are his people. This has been a huge collaborative effort, not only to make this show happen, but to really give the BYU store a new face. What are your initiatives as you begin this new chapter? Uh, this is certainly a great and exciting time for us as we uh, start down this road. We have basically a, a three-point uh, strategy that we've been following, and that is to rebrand, which is major in and of itself, to try and take a, a, a great tradition and to say, okay, now we're going to become even greater by becoming known as the BYU store. Uh, another point is to uh, uh, re, uh, reach out and to become more involved with the campus community than we've had in the past. And then finally to uh, reboot, which means to make our e-commerce operations even more robust than we've had in the past. To make our e-commerce as great as the store has been. And uh, it's a great opportunity for us to move forward into the future. So guys in like Connecticut and anywhere across at the Joe nation. Sorber, at Joe Sorber is one of our followers, yes. That's in Connecticut. He can use uh, the website. Absolutely. And it has been BYUBookstore.com. Right? Yes. What, is yes. it still that? Uh, it you is go to still BYU that. Store? Uh, you can still get on there through BYU. Uh, uh, bookstore.com, but you can also get on there by using BYU Store. BYUstore.com. So, uh, right now we're just kind of running a parallel system so that we don't lose some of those people that have yeah. been loyal to us in the past, and we can help them make the transition to the future. The cool thing is the e-commerce, is it's, it's worldwide. So really it, does, it doesn't just extend across the nation. It's, it's anybody on the planet. So I'm sure you're, you're sending out some pretty cool orders to, to random remote places. Well, we hope that with the help of uh, BYU TV and programs like this that we can reach out across the world and and uh, that is one of the reasons for uh, rebranding is to 
make it more than just a bookstore, but uh, to be able to tie in all of the great services that are here at BYU. BYU Store Director David Hunt on BYU Sports Nation. You are the title sponsor. Should we give him a rise and shout? Yes, a rise and shout for <laughs> sponsoring give him a and shout. the show. It's the first day. Yes. BYU Store is the presenting sponsor. We appreciate your time, David. Thank thanks you. For, thanks for having us here. It's been fun, and it's we look forward to, to the relationship. What can BYU here. Sports Nation karma do for you? It has worked for a lot of people already. We've got some great responses coming, and we'll have some fun with that next. This is BYU Sports Nation live on BYU Radio Simulcast on BYU TV. And now more BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out. It's been, this has been awesome. an awesome been great. one hour and 53 minutes, but we have a loaded seven minutes coming up starting with what? The Cougar Whip-Around. It's time for the Cougar Whip-Around football. Make it two for two for BYU Sports Nation recruiting karma. Nebraska safety Harvey Jackson will transfer to BYU for his final year of eligibility. Jackson played in 35 games, starting four of them in his Nebraska career, recording 54 tackles in three seasons. Also, Jim McMahon completed his final class at BYU, and Tom Homel told us if he finishes He's officially in, the in BYU April, they want to do something as soon as they can. We're thinking this fall. Men's Volleyball. Senior outside hitter Taylor Sander named the MPSF Player of the Year again. Devin Young is on the second team. Michael Hatch, honorable mention. And Tim Daubert is on the all-freshman team. The Cougars face USC in the quarterfinals of the MPSF Championships at the Smithfield House tomorrow. 9 Eastern, you can watch that live on BYU TV. Baseball. After a 2-0 loss to LMU last night, the BYU baseball team looks to rebound with two more games versus LMU today and tomorrow. Tonight's game gets underway at 8 Eastern. You can watch that on the W.TV. Listen on BYU Radio. Saturday's game is on BYU Television. First pitch at 3 Eastern time. Softball. Tonight, the ladies of the BYU softball team host in-state foe Weber State. 7 Eastern. You can also watch that live on BYU TV or listen to it on BYU Radio. Softball. Softball rugby. again and rugby. There we go. The team is traveling to Annapolis, Maryland today to play in the Varsity Cup Super Regional. Any BYU rugby fans out there? Yeah, okay. Tomorrow, 1.30 Eastern against Dartmouth, the smart guys. When the Cougars win that, yes, I said that, they'll play the winner of Texas and Navy next Saturday in Provo at Southfield. Lacrosse. This is all I need to say. Tomorrow, it's against Utah, 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You know what that means track and field. The men and women's teams are at the Mount Sac Relays in Walnut, California. Good luck to both as they compete today and tomorrow. Tennis. The women's team beat Portland yesterday. They face Gonzaga tomorrow afternoon. The men will host Gonzaga starting today at 11 Mountain Time, so uh, in five minutes. In five minutes. Get down to the tennis courts if Rise and shout today goes to This one's obvious. Jim, Jim McMahon for yeah. completing his final class. If you missed it, Jim McMahon tweeted yesterday that he finished his final class at BYU, a stats class, and he is going to graduate from BYU. They can get him in the BYU Hall of Fame. Our Twitter question today is, what can BYU Sports Nation karma do for you? You got tweets. At Quiddy70. What the BYU Sports Nation karma has done for me? After watching slash listening to it religiously since inception, I have been promoted twice. Very nice. At work. Nice. That's awesome. At Collins Cochran. Karma worked on the show, and I got a hug from a girl that same day. <laughs> We're working at a simple level oh, with Collins. Oh, so fantastic. Hey, we got uh, one of our Twitter followers, Tasha, 
Tasha Lynn 19. She is a huge fan of Mr. Tyler Hawes. And who got a picture today on the set. The, we hooked the picture up. We made up. that happen. The rest yeah. is up to them, but we made the picture happen. We did that. Tyler helped in that process. Yes. Let us not forget that. At Mark Passy says, it can clear traffic on I-95 for rugby tomorrow, which is in Maryland. That's almost impossible, but we'll see what we can do. You, you will get to the stadium. <laughs> what, a, what a program today. Tom Homo, Taysom Hill, Tyler Hawes, Taylor Sander, Jeff Benedict, and David Hunt on Steve the program. Young. And Steve Young. I forgot Steve Young. What the heck, man. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. We appreciate the BYU store having us. Uh, we appreciate all of you being here as well. Give yourselves a round of applause. Thanks to our guests and everyone on our crew who made this happen. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation for show links and much more. Yeah, one more big thanks to the BYU store. We remind you on Monday the show rolls on. We'll have BYU assistant basketball coach Tim Lacombe with us. Episodes of the show on demand at BYUSportsNation.com every afternoon and on BYU TV. Dot org slash DVR. For Jeremy I normally Jordan, throw a bunch of stuff right here. Lincoln. I've got it's one time thing. to throw stuff. Let's throw a shirt. We give our shout out to one of Jim McMahon's best friends, Clay Brown. We're back to work on Monday. As I mentioned, BYU Sports Nation, we know why. Have a great weekend.